Hi, friends and listeners. Welcome to another episode of Real Life. I'm Lisa, and today we are going to be talking about your self-esteem. This podcast is not intended to replace therapy, counseling, or seeing a psychiatrist. All information is researched and opinions are my own. I am a mental health inpatient, registered nurse, and professional content developer. Well, let's first ask the question, what is self-esteem? Self-esteem is how we think about ourselves, as well as how we value ourselves and our ability to see our worth as a human being. According to the Canadian Mental Health Association, self-esteem is how you value and respect yourself as a person. It is the opinion that you have of yourself inside and out. Self-esteem impacts how you take care of yourself emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Self-esteem is about your whole self, not just your body. Self-esteem shouldn't be confused with self-criticism, which is our ability to monitor our own words, actions, and feelings to ensure that they are in line with our values and beliefs. Healthy self-criticism is a big part of self-improvement and plays an important role in regulating our own behavior. However, sometimes it can get out of hand and tip over into low self-esteem, according to the same source I just mentioned. When you have good self-esteem, you value yourself and you know that you deserve good care and respect from yourself and from others. You can appreciate and celebrate your strengths and your abilities, and you don't put yourself down if you make a mistake. Good self-esteem means that you still feel like you're going or you're good enough even when you're dealing with difficult feelings or situations. When someone is experiencing low self-esteem, it often means they have a low regard for themselves. Over time, that can lead to feelings of guilt about mistakes they have made in the past, having unkind thoughts about themselves, having difficulty in decision-making as well as difficulty in being assertive, being oversensitive about criticism, being fearful of trying new things or difficult things, having a lack of self-care or just not looking after your overall health. And when I say health, I mean physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, social, and or financial. Uh, Being more inclined to focus on the negatives in your life rather than the positives also. And even potentially having thoughts of self-punishment or that you might deserve bad things that have happened to you. Low self-esteem can also make it difficult to establish and maintain healthy relationships and friendships, and it may cause difficulties for you at work or school, depending on your age. It can lead you to withdraw from people and activities and can also cause issues with body image, alcohol, 
or substance abuse and may prevent you from standing up for yourself or taking action if you're being bullied or subjected to abuse. Low self-esteem isn't specifically its own mental health condition, but in combination with other symptoms, it can point to conditions including, but not limited to, anxiety, depression, uh, bipolar disorder, and personality disorders. And so, what causes low self-esteem? Well, like most things in mental health, there's no simple answer because your self-esteem can be affected by a range of factors. There might not be one particular cause. Difficult or stressful life experiences can often be a factor, like if you've ever been bullied or abused, experiencing prejudice, discrimination, or stigma, losing your job, or having difficulty finding employment. Also, problems at work or while studying, ongoing stress, physical health problems, mental health problems, relationship problems, separation or divorce, uh, worries about your appearance and body image, and problems with money or even housing. So how do you know if you might have low self-esteem? Signs of low self-esteem include saying negative things and being critical about yourself, focusing on your negatives and ignoring your achievements, also thinking other people are better than you, and not accepting compliments, or feeling sad, depressed, anxious, ashamed, or even angry. Why is self-esteem important for good mental health? In general, your self-esteem directly affects how good you feel about yourself and how good you feel about yourself directly affects how you experience the world around you. If you feel negatively about yourself and your abilities, then it's likely that you're going to see much more negative stuff to reinforce that, that mindset. Whereas positive self-esteem tends to help you to see more of the positives in life as well as enabling you to for, to focus more on what you're good at rather than what you're not good at. Self-esteem is a big part of mindset. And in fact, mindset includes, oh, forgiveness, assertiveness, optimism, things like that. So how do you improve and maintain your self-esteem? So yet again, I feel it's important to point out that there is no one-size-fits-all approach to good self-esteem. 
what works for for me is not necessarily going to work for you because we're all individuals and so part of the conversation here needs to be about reminding you that nobody has all the answers and that it's up to you to put the pieces together in a way that feels right for you. As always, I'm going to provide you with some ideas and guidance. However, you're going to have to do the work to identify what works for you. And that takes time, effort, and perseverance. It would be lovely if someone could just give you a list of things to do or if you could read a book and be done with it, but life doesn't work that way. I know, it's annoying, right? So before I jump into the how-to stuff, let's go into just keeping it simple and don't bite off more than you can chew. Try one or two new things, give it some time and see what happens, then try more new things. So, all right, with all that said, now let's get into the how-to part and discuss ways to improve your self-esteem. Let's start with the biggest thing of all, which is understanding what's going on. Ask yourself, do you like yourself? Do you see the value that you have to offer to the world? If so, great. If not, why not? I mean, I don't want you to get too bogged down in the why here. Not yet, anyway. But we need to be realistic, and to do that involves identifying the current situation and accepting things as they are. If you've been struggling with your your self-esteem, what has been happening that has contributed to that? Is it a recent thing? Is it linked to a specific event? Or is this something that has been going on for a while? Or something that has lots of different reasons? Once you're clear on what's happening in terms of your self-esteem, the next piece is to identify why you may be struggling with your self-esteem. I've said it a thousand times before in this podcast that in order to make any lasting change to your mental health and your well-being, you first need to tackle the root cause of any challenges that you're facing. And today will be no different because I'm going to say it again. If you don't treat the root cause of issues, then you're more likely to experience additional problems later. I'm a firm believer that many of the things that happen in life have the potential to teach us important lessons that we need to learn. And if we don't learn them, then we can wind up experiencing the same or similar negative things over and over until we finally learn what we need to learn. Just to be clear, that's not the case with seriously traumatic events. So, 
take some time to reflect on your self-esteem and explore what may be contributing to any issues you might be having and look within rather than blaming others. For example, many of people's self-esteem issues when they look at when they were younger initially stem from the behaviors of their parents towards them. But ultimately, it comes down to their ability to find healthy ways to process and to cope. If you're finding the why part difficult or confronting, this is where I very much recommend talking to a professional, such as a counselor or a therapist who can guide you through in a safe environment, especially if you're dealing with serious trauma. Don't try to go this stuff alone. Get professional support, okay? Once you understand your why, now look at your value as a person. Ask yourself, what do you like about yourself? What are you good at? What do other people like about you? For some of you, this might be uncomfortable work, especially if you've been living with low self-esteem for a long time. If that's the case, get support. And also, part of this is about going back to basics about who you are as a person. If you do no harm to others or yourself, if you are kind to others and to yourself, and if you give more than you take from others and yourself, then you are pretty damn, you're just pretty damn good person and you should be proud of yourself. Those are the three most fundamental things I talk about all the time in this podcast in terms of the core things you can do to be more satisfied with life and with yourself. And those three things go a very long way towards being able to genuinely value yourself as a person. If you're not currently able to say yes to all three things for the way you treat yourself and others, doing no harm, being kind, and giving more than you take, then rather than judging yourself harshly, you can instead see this as an opportunity. Now you have a starting point for what to focus on in order to start to feel better about yourself and about the way you contribute to the world around you. Focus on judging yourself less harshly, as well as being less judgmental of others. As long as other people aren't doing any harm, then just let them be. You don't have to agree with everyone, and you don't have to have an opinion on everything. I know this might sound a little off track for a conversation about self-esteem, but like I said before, as within, so without, and it goes the other way as well. How you treat others goes a long way towards influencing how you treat yourself. And so beyond those bigger picture things, it's then up to you to, to identify different things you can do every day to improve your self-esteem and then actually do them. Some of the things you can do include using your strengths and the things you're good at more often. 
uh, or finding tools to help you overcome the things you're maybe not so good at. Courses, books, videos, therapy. There are thousands and many ways to improve your skill, your skills or knowledge. It's just a matter of finding what works for you. Work on improving your self-talk. Check check out my episode on self-talk for a more detailed look at improving your self-talk. Also, if you have negative thoughts about yourself, then challenge them when they occur. Remember, not everything you think is true. Work on reducing overthinking if you're prone to it. Focus on what you can directly control, your own words, your own actions, and your own feelings. If you can make changes for the better, then do so. And be gentle with yourself as you do. Change takes time, effort, perseverance, and patience. For everything outside of your direct control, such as other people and world events, remind yourself that you only have two main choices on how to deal with each person or situation. Accept things as they are, and go from there, or let it go. When it comes to your relationship with other people, you can't change them. And so if the first two options don't work, then let it go. The choices are yours. And the more you work on reminding yourself of these options, the more you will find peace, and calm. Then, cultivate healthy relationships. Spend your time with people who make you feel good about yourself because this will encourage you to focus more on the positives about yourself. If you have a relationship where this isn't the case and it, and it seems difficult to change the relationship, such as with close family, you can work on setting and maintaining clear boundaries. Choose to see mistakes less as failures and more as learning opportunities. I have made so many mistakes in my life and I hope to make many more because mistakes are evidence that we're trying. You're never going to get it right 100% of the time. And when you let fear hold you back from trying new things, it can have a negative effect on your self-esteem, not to mention making you feel stuck because trying new things is how we grow. Do more of what you love. You know what makes you feel good. So do what makes you happy and do it as often as you can. And if that's not often enough, then make time to do it more often. Then you have to let go of perfectionism. Nobody is perfect. Nobody. When we put too much pressure on ourselves to achieve, especially when we're seeking our validation from other people rather than ourselves, we set ourselves up for failure. Focus on being the best version of yourself you can be. Someone who does no harm, who is, who is kind, and who gives more than they take. And to hell with what other people think. Life is too short to be worried about opinions.
work through and let go of regrets. Because holding on to the past does way more harm than good. Being kind to yourself means letting go of yesterday and focusing on today in order to set you up for the best possible tomorrow. Work on maintaining a positive mindset. Be clear on your identity, knowing who you are and what you have to offer the world and staying true to that enables you to be more satisfied with your life and your place in the world. When it comes to self-esteem and mental health, what it all boils down to is this. You are unique and that is your strength. When we allow our self-esteem to be affected by negative thoughts, we take away our own power, the power that we each have to be the very best version of ourselves and to live in a way that makes us feel satisfied and fulfilled. You don't have to be a celebrity or wealthy or in a position of power to live a good life because life is a collection of small moments and we each have the power to make a positive difference. It starts and ends with how you think about yourself and how you value yourself. So remember that there is nobody else on this planet like you. And that makes you incredibly valuable. So treat yourself every single day like the rare and wonderful individual that you are. This is Real Life. I'm Lisa. Stay well.